Hare Krishna, welcome everyone. So we'll just briefly summarize uh, last two verses which we discussed uh, in the last session, 18 and 19. So this sequence like from 17 onwards, 17 to 21, 16 to 21 is describing the progressive stages of bhakti starting from uh, like you know, essentially if you take a devotee who doesn't or a practicing person who doesn't have any taste for de devotion service how we can go to the various stages just by practicing devotion service and if you see every verse he's like making amazing advancement he's going to nishta and then you know he's cleansed of all lower modes and then he's situated in pure goodness and so we'll cover last two verses of that section in this uh, in this section but we'll just briefly review what we covered 18 and 19. So 18 he says uh, by regular attendance in the classes of Bhagavatam and rendering service to pure devotee all that is troublesome to the heart is completely destroyed. So this is the stage of anartha nivriti. Right you know all the unwanted things in the heart is almost destroyed and loving service is established as irrevocable fact. So the state of steadiness nishta and anartha nivriti. So, what are the two types of Bhagavatas? Prabhupada and devotee Bhagavata. So, both simultaneously we can and among them which is more merciful? Devotee Bhagavata is more merciful. Then, uh, any other points you remember from what we discussed? 18 and 19. So, basically, uh, what is like uh, how both are equal, both Bhagavata as well as devotee uh. Bhagavata because devotee Bhagavata is a living example of what is mentioned in the book. Hmm. So it is very important to serve, you know, devotee Bhagavata in a nice way, uh, so that we get their mercy, hmm. and we are also able to elevate ourselves uh, as how it is mentioned in Srimad. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, and also the book reverse, the book Bhagavata has examples of devotees who are personifying the Bhagavata. So you know, both of them are like embellishing each other. Yeah, some more points. Anybody can remember? And we discussed example of Narada Muni, right? Yeah. Narada Muni, how he served uh, maids, uh, Bhakti Vedantas, and by their blessings, he also says in one verse that he got the same taste for hearing and chanting how much they have. Imagine they practice for so many years, and then they come to stage of having taste for the devotion service, and just you serve them, you it's a very shortcut actually, you know, it's a very sec secret to quick progress. Just somehow pleasingly favorably serve pure devotees, then we make amazing advancement. That's also ties into the theme generally, you know, Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada repeats so many times, secret of success in spiritual life is to please the bona fide spiritual master. If you have a bona fide spiritual master and if, we, if you always keep him happy, that's the secret of success, that's a sign that you're making advancement. Um, so Radhakrishna Prabhu also says this in the classes and I asked you know Prabhu what does it mean to be pleased you know one time they may say I am pleased then does this mean it is done mm -hmm. then he says whenever they are pleased you are making advancement whenever How, what can we do to please him all the time what he likes to do all the time with you <laughs> I mean it's a continuous effort right to elevate yourself so so what can you do to please him all the time? I discussed this in the last session, right? We discussed. So what do they want? They what do they want? to follow properly. We will do that, but still... That's, all, that's enough. That's what that's they want. Enough. Yeah. 
as long as we are diligently following their instructions and following the process properly diligently that's what is giving them pleasure that's all yeah then also uh, the service attitude is what we look at right i mean not the attitude the kind of service we do also right in spiritual life yeah Both but those are all external to some extent even krishna right yesterday we were discussing in the class krishna looks at the intent or the purpose or the consciousness behind the activity you know sometimes we may not have we will maybe may not be having capacity also to do some physical service actually then does it mean you know krishna is not seeing our devotion how do we express our devotion so it krishna sees that's why essence the purpose so it's not about externally how much i'm showing otherwise that's what actually the problem uh, radhanath maharaj was telling in another class the problem is these days we judge things by material uh, you know external qualifications or material accomplishments even devotional life we judge things like you know okay he has built so many temples or he has brought so many people like that we measure but that's not how spiritual life works that's not what krishna sees krishna sees the we we may be bringing so many people but if our attitude is like you know i am the doer then it's not at all pleasing to krishna but somebody may be acting like a humble servant of guru parampara and maybe you know sincerely trying to do his best then that may be more pleasing to krishna actually and that person makes more advancement so that's why we should correct ourselves and fix ourselves because we are used to having that calculations right even we judge ourselves like that so much and we judge others like that so much we have to remember ourselves that you know this is not how krishna sees things like another similar thing is like if somebody feels themselves great maharaj was telling that from krishna's eyes he is the worst person but but reverse if somebody he feels themselves humble servant of the servant in krishna's eyes he is the greatest so he is reverse actually it's all spiritual everything you know it's all about uh, the devotion and the humility and uh, the essence he krishna looks for so the next verse text number 19 text number 19 then he now he gets the taste so the lower modes are um, eliminated taraj tada rajas tamo bhava rajas and tamas so as soon as irrevocable irrevocable loving service is established in the heart the effects of nature's mode of passion and ignorance like desire lust and hankering disappear then the devotee is established in goodness and he becomes completely happy so now he is fixed up in goodness and then proper says in the purport beyond material goodness one has to come to transcendental mode of goodness shuddha sattva right vasudeva sattva that's the same point we'll continue in this session as well so he now he gets a taste so now we'll continue with the today's uh, i don't have my phone let's today's thing about uh, Uh, continuing from text number twenty and twenty-one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. 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 Uh भगवत भक्ति भगवत्तत्वे 
Okay, so we'll read translation. Thus established in the mode of unalloyed goodness, the man whose mind has been enlivened by contact with devotional service to the Lord gains positive scientific knowledge of the personality of Godhead in the stage of liberation from all material association. So now in this verse, what happens is this person is now situated in unalloyed goodness. So more than goodness. Last last verse it says goodness, and now he is enlivened in devotional service. So he basically is. Um, uh, the term Sanskrit phrase is Bhagavad Bhakti Yogata Prasanna Manaso is very very proper says the term engladdened is very happy and very satisfied and because of contact of devotional service and he gains what does he gain Bhagavad Tattva Vijnanam so Bhagavad Tattva Vijnanam means science science actually Prabhupada says Jnanam is knowledge Vijnanam means Vishesha Jnanam or you know realized, realized knowledge so he gains scientific knowledge about the personality of Godhead that means Lord is revealing himself to him. He knows everything about Krishna, everything about relationships with the living entities with Krishna. All the knowledge about God is completely, re Krishna is revealed to him. And what is this qualification? Because he is Mukta Sangasya. He is in the stage of liberation from all material association. So in this verse, they are given, there are two qualifications to know God, know Krishna. The two qualifications are, one has to be Mukta Sangasya, liberated and one has to be Prasanna Manaso, satisfied, fully satisfied and that happens, both of them happen because of Bhakti Yogata, because of devotional service. So these points Sri Prabhupada is going to elaborate in the purport. So, um, so the point in the first paragraph Srila Prabhupada says is that, uh, let's see, um, we will read the second paragraph later on. So, the first point we can refer to the notes now. So, the first point Srila Prabhupada is saying in the first paragraph also, he says, How knowing Krishna is so rare. The Bhagavad Gita verse 7.3, who knows that verse? Manishyanam sahasreshu kashit yatati siddhaye yatatam api siddhanam kashin mamveti tattvataha. So, in that verse, what is what's the translation? Anybody knows? Real, approximate. Out of many, many thousands of men, some may endeavor to achieve perfection. Among those who try to achieve perfection, only hardly um, few attain liberation. Among those who attain liberation, hardly one knows me in truth. You see the point? Out of so many, first of all, human birth is very rare, right? Out of so many human beings, only few people, they want to rise above this sense gratification and try to follow prescribed duties. Among all those duty, duty, all, all those people, only few achieve that perfection. Among all those people, somebody may really want liberation. Among all those people, somebody who knows Krishna. Liberation also, there is um, impersonal liberation, right? But somebody who is a devotee of Krishna, who wants to really know, who, whom Krishna is revealing himself, they are very, very rare. Krishna says, Bhagavad Gita 7.3. So, um, so that's the point Prabhupada says, that's the second point we'll discuss. For the first point from the lectures we covered, so there are very beautiful lectures in these two verses. There are four lectures. Each verse he gave two lectures. If you want, you know, I would suggest you to please listen to them. So I try to put all the points together in one place, you know, so I can share whatever Srila Prabhupada is giving. So first point Srila Prabhupada says, which is from the lectures, spiritual life is scientific. That's what he's saying in the verse. Bhagavat Tattva Vijnanam. So, what does it mean to be scientific? Some of the points Prabhupada says is that science means it's true everywhere. Example Prabhupada gives is 2 plus 2 is 4. It's if 2 plus 2 is 4 in America, 2 plus 2 is 4 in India. 
So it's true everywhere. So similarly, the science of Godhead is true everywhere. It's not like it's for Hindus, it's for Muslims, it's not like that. It's everywhere, it's applicable. And he says also means, want chair, Mataji? We have chair. Yeah, I know. It's okay? Okay. Okay. So, um, another point he says, scientific means no one can manufacture it. Um, so, example he gives like, for example, um, like how one cannot say 2 plus 2 is 5 from now on. According to my whims, now on 2 plus 2 is 5. Like that, according to my whims, now he, I accept this person as God. It cannot be like that. Scientifically, this knowledge has to be realized. That's a point actually. And another po implication about science, that means that science generally experiment means you given certain, uh, what is this, um, equations and certain, uh, what to say, environment, certain, for example, temperature or something, if you combine two chemicals, output has to be certain thing. You know very well, right? So it's it's predefined, you know, this, you at this point you change this, at this point you add this catalyst and the final result will be this. So there is a sequence and whenever somebody follows that rules, result has to come. That's what science means, right? So the same thing applies with spiritual life that given a person follows these rules and regulations seriously and is sincere and he gets a bona fide spiritual master and gets association of devotees, net result is he has to become pure devotee. So it, the result will come. So it's, that's why it's scientific. The another point Shri Prabhupada says about scientific is that it's not a sentiment. Out of sentiment I will now say... Um, I will accept somebody as God, cannot be happy. Science means like it has to happen according to what scriptures say. And the other point he says it has to be studied, practiced and realized. One has to go through the process. Because many people come to Sri Prabhupada and say show me God. Then he say you apply yourself to the process, you will see yourself. But nobody wants to apply, they want to. Then Prabhupada says do you have eyes to see? Then Arjuna couldn't see, Arjuna also Krishna gave eyes right, divine eyes he says Divya. Divya Shakshu, he gave, right, to see. So like that, when we apply ourselves, Krishna will uh, make us qualified and he, he will reveal himself. And the other point is, all these results are obtained only by Bhakti Yoga, Bhagavad Bhakti Yogata. That's another point. That means that it's not, um, Prabhupada was telling in his lecture, if it were, uh, were to be obtained from Jnana Yoga, Hatha Yoga, Bhagavatam should have sh said, Jnana Yogataha, Hatha Yogataha, or something like that. But it says Bhagavad Bhakti Yogataha. Mm -hmm. So Bhagavatam is itself saying only Bhakti Yogi, Bhakti Yoga can give us these results of scientific knowledge of personality of God. Um, and another point, Srila Prabhupada says, we should not get cheated to see God without following rules and regulations. So based on this understanding that this knowledge is scientific, that we have to follow rules and regulations, if somebody cheaply comes and says, okay, you come sit with me, in one day I will show you God. Or somebody says, uh, no need to follow all these rules and regulations. You just continue to do this particular mantra. You keep chanting, you will realize God. Then this may, we should make us, some well should ring, a light. Ramapad Maharaj says, some light should glow. You know, it makes us aware that, you know, this is something bogus happening. But that's not what Bhagavatam is saying. That one has to follow rules and regulations, go through the process. Then only he will get realized. Right, so that's some of the points about scientific. Any other points anybody wants to share here at this point? Another related point about scientific, this thing is, we have the stages of devotion, right? Atoshraddha, Sadhu Sangha, Anartha Bhajana Kriya, Anartha Nivriti. So, that's also stages. 
So stages come when somebody can define stages only when we know there is a process and it is scientific. Otherwise how can we define so precisely? And like even you know there is definition of uttamadikari, what is qualification, matyaman, everything is defined. There is no room for guessing okay maybe you know now I am uttamadikari. You cannot keep thinking like that. Even in those adhikaris also you can come down. Ah, yeah. Like once you are madhyamadikari then you can come down to the beginner stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depending upon our practice of yes, 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 yes. So, so, how one can measure the, that we are in this stage? So, once we study them, then we can measure where we are. And we can also see where others are and appropriately, why we have to do that is so that we can appropriately respect them. That's very important. It's called healthy discrimination. Even the yoga ladder, like once you go in certain stage, but you cannot still move forward because of our anarthas. Anarthas, exactly. exactly. Anartha Nivriti is the longest stage for everyone. That okay. takes years and that takes many lifetimes. So how one can come to brahmical stage then? Like we are in the... Yeah, this is so proper is saying uh, actually, you know, Brahminical stage, we will get it only when we, uh, everything is comes to devotional service. It's all about how we apply ourselves to the okay, devotion. Yes, exactly. It's all about sincerity. Yeah. So, the and then Prabhupada says that this Bhakti Yoga is so powerful that it can actually, any wherever one is situated, even irrespective of the birth and the type of body we have, type where country where we are born, one can be elevated to this liberated for platform. That's why this Bhakti Yoga is so powerful. Anybody wants to share something here? So, should we go on then? Okay. So, the next point Shri Prabhupada says about this rarity, right? Attainment of scientific knowledge of Sri Krishna is very rare. So, we discussed this first point in the notes about 7.3 words. We quoted that one, right? Um, so, Prabhupada says some of the sub points. He says mostly men are conducted by modes of passion and ignorance. So, that's why they cannot even endeavor for perfection. So, passion and ignorance leads to lust, desire, hankerings. That's the, because of the passion and ignorance is sleep. And Prabhupada says in the purport that man like animals, only few of them try for, uh, try to follow prescriptions. Why, why man is called man like animal? Because the kind of activities they do are like animalistic. Right? Yes. So unless somebody is re reformed, deformed, there is no difference between animal. Prabhupada actually said, in, according to spiritual evolution, we are coming after the animals. So, Prabhupada says, somebody says it's coming from tiger, somebody says cow, means like previous birth, we have been either tiger or cow and then we took human birth. This is spiritual evolution. Tiger is it? There are two, Prabhupada says either tiger or cow. Oh really? I don't know about tiger. Not Darwin's thing that, eventually, before that we may be monkey, but the next, earlier, just closest stage is either tiger or cow. So, um, so j imagine, just you know, we just left that body and we just took came into the womb of, an, of a human being. So does that make a lot of difference? We have been having the tendencies, right? I've never heard this thing before, either before cow or it's a child. Yeah. Yeah, Prabhupada said some say some say tiger, some say cow, he says in the in the lecture. 
yeah we don't know which one it is but yeah but cows are the lower species just tiger and no lo- see the pehle hum rahe honge but exactly. just before a yes. human yes yes how come tiger is related to that that tiger i don't know much understandable right no i don't know much ji how would you just he mentioned that so <laughs> no no okay so we don't want to derail it so i don't know much details so yeah so um so but the point is point we wanted to share is that because there we had the tendencies and just because we took birth in a human body doesn't make any lot of difference so we have the same tendencies so then proper says what will change is that the samskaras if at all the mother goes through this 10 samskaras are there right garbhodana starting with garbhodana then only there is some amount of rectification and if one has to take up a spiritual life then only there is change of culture is there then only it's possible another point proper says is that um, one person man in the lower modes is as good as animals especially passion and ignorance they are as good as animals because the main purpose of human life is to inquire into absolute truth if they are not awakening themselves to that that means they are pretty much you know sleeping right sleeping in ignorance so that's some of the points he was mentioning about man like animals so now the question is um, how um, how do we understand that the scientific knowledge about krishna is very rare is that some practical um, tip is if somebody one lecture i heard if somebody is asked to speak about soul or rather if somebody is asked to speak about some project or some new technology like drupal or wordpress or somebody is asked to talk about some you know ppt something like that anybody can give any talk for so many hours but if same person is asked to talk about soul how much we can talk generally you know exactly how many how many people in this maybe county can speak right about soul no soul what is its dimension you know what is its nature and what is its relationship with god all this thing how many people can talk that's a spiritual knowledge is very rare you know some this one of the practical uh, way to understand so then um, so the obviously we know the only way to get this knowledge is through devotion service the same is confirmed in bhagavad gita 1855 who knows this verse bhaktiyamam bijanati yavam evam yaschasmi tatvatah ஜன்மாத்தி why why it's rare is krishna doesn't give pure devotion service very easily we know it's devotion service which gives krishna now within devotion service many people let's say within our temple there are so many people coming to devotion service so how many people are really really knowing krishna right so why why some people know some people don't know because krishna doesn't give pure devotion service easily right so why krishna doesn't give pure devotion service easily some of the points anybody can share one thing i can say is uh, we cannot remember at the time of uh, krishna we, we just do it because of uh, our plane like no just because Zero for the sake of doing right yeah conditioning and we just do it for the sake of doing and we don't remember krishna at the time of service so it's not pure it's okay okay so we are not okay we are not conscious of krishna we are just doing service exactly that's very nice so the point is um, you know why pure devotion service krishna doesn't give very easily 
because uh, it, it is a tough crowd, you know. I mean, God cannot be accessed so easily. If it, that was the case, then nobody will value the presence of God. So, uh, we need, so it is It is going to be, it's like... Uh, Actually, know, how people we, misuse it. If he, yeah. Krishna gives um, free, uh, like, Free access, free access yeah. when we misuse the... There is a tendency the, to take him for granted, right? Okay, there is a tendency to take, keep, keep, take him for granted and also... Uh, Maybe we are not Exactly, so not... Yeah, yeah, one more thing... No, let's say... Yeah, so basically there is a high bar to attain pure devotion service and not many people can rise up to that bar. That's the point, right? It's a very, very high bar because Krishna has to really test you and make sure that you know when you go back to him Goloka again we don't make a mistake again no otherwise he will be in trouble only the degree of our surrender Krishna gives pure devotion yeah, exactly correct so that's another point so nobody can really not many people can uh, actually surrender that much because Krishna declares complete surrender sarva dharmam parityacha Krishna declares complete surrender and that is very difficult for many people that's why it's not so easy to attain pure devotion service and another point is, it's very difficult to understand Brahman, Paramatma and Bhagavan. These three, see, we have to understand Krishna. First of all, we have to understand Brahman. That itself, you know, everything is his energy, all these things. And Paramatma, you know, how to realize Paramatma, how to see that he is present in everybody's heart and he is guiding everyone. How to understand that and how to understand Krishna. It's very, very confidential, Bhagavatam says. And the other key thing, why Krishna doesn't give pure devotion service easily is, because he will be bound by that love. You see the point? When Krishna gives pure devotion service to somebody, he will get captured. Like Yashodamata can bind Krishna. Nanda Baba can chastise Krishna. So, if, so Krishna has to give himself to the devotee. So, he, he is very careful whom he can, he can <laughs> submit himself to. Only because Nanda, Nanda Maharaj and Yashoda have done so much austerity to obtain Krishna as a son, so that's how the exactly. So been. they have been qualified through this process of devotion service. They qualified themselves. That's why they get yeah, got the chance. Of their previous pious activities and lot of things they have yeah, yeah. to attend Krishna as their son. Yeah. So that's the reason why Krishna has given them yeah. opportunity to serve. Yeah. So that's the point. Like you know, because Krishna gets captured, he doesn't give the pure devotion service easily. So the very there is a very nice verse from Bilvamang. Yeah, that's why, because Krishna gets captured, Krishna becomes submissive to pure devotees. Like Yashoda Mata chastises Krishna, right? That's why he doesn't give pure devotion service easily. So let's say Sangeeta becomes pure devotee, right? Then says Krishna, you, you better eat this, then he has to eat. So, yeah. so that, yeah, so that's why he wants to, he wants to make sure that, that chastisement is out of pure love. Otherwise, he doesn't, he will not submit. So the very nice phrase from... also like the same thing, he was... Out of his love, he was just giving the banana peel. So yeah. He was eating because of uh, his yes, love. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, you can see that like, Krishna have to do it. Yeah. So, so this word, um, this phrase from Bilvamanga Thakur, Thakura is very nice. Very nice. It's from his poem. It's, somebody can read from the notes who has access. Throwing off my hand. Throwing off my hand, oh Krishna, you run away. What is so wonderful about that? I'll only consider you as strong as a man if you can escape from my heart. <laughs> so this incident, what happens is, Takura, last time we described, like he was a devotee initially, but then he uh, he fell down and he went into association with women and things like that and he became so crazy actually. So towards the end, uh, he was running behind one prostitute and um, it was dead night, he was climbing the snake, 
he went to it was raining so hard but he crossed the place and and then finally to go up up he climbed on the snake dead snake to go up up But if somebody is giving me one million dollars, whoever comes, you know, I'm going to give one million dollars, it becomes very easily, right? Any, anybody can become one million, millionaire. So like that, you know, for us to qualify ourselves to receive Krishna, it's going to take forever. But Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself is coming and say, take Krishna. Then it becomes very easy, we just have to accept it. And Prabhupada says, the only thing he's saying is, just chant this mantra. Krishna has appeared in this holy name, just chant the holy names. And follow the process, you will achieve Krishna. And Prabhupada says, it's, we are so unfortunate, we don't have any attraction for the holy name. And there are so many people unfortunate, they don't even want to take it up. See, it's so rare to understand Krishna and the, the process has been so made, it so easy and so simple. Right? But we cannot even, we are so fallen actually, Prabhupada says, we are so fallen that we cannot even, no, uh, just follow the basic thing of chanting properly, 16 rounds and follow the relative principles. See, imagine we are giving, we are being given the highest gift, greatest gift, which none of the yogis and so many lifetimes of yoga, something like that also can, they cannot achieve. That pure diamond we can achieve in one lifetime. It's so, it's such a great mega deal actually. 
right? We want to talk about uh, Black Friday deals. You know, this is the best <laughs> White Friday deal. So, or Chetani Mama, Yellow Friday deal. <laughs> so it's so you know the most precious thing is given so easily that almost we take it so cheap actually. So, the point is, um, the Prabhupada says, then we have to follow the footsteps of Rupa Goswami, Rupanuga. Then we can understand. So, the way for us to understand Krishna very easily is, we follow the footsteps of Rupa Goswami, Rupanuga. That's how the Prabhupada built the whole movement, following the footsteps of Rupa Goswami. Then we slowly understand Lord Chaitanya. When we understand, when we get the favor of Lord Chaitanya, then we can understand Krishna easily. Um, so the next the application point for us is then how do we show our gratitude for the gift we have been receiving then? What is it? You know how can we show our gratitude then? Just be faithful to Just the be process. Faith, yeah, that's very nice. So be sincere, as sincere as possible, as diligent as possible to the process. You know, that's what we can do. Prabhupada was asked once. Um, no, how can we reciprocate with the mercy we, you have given us? Then Prabhupada said, just accept what I have given you, receive what I have given you, share it among each other, distribute to others. Three things. The Prabhupada says, you know, this is how you reciprocate with me. First, you accept what you have given me. So in Radhanath Maharaj's lecture, when he is elaborating on this point, he is saying, just to accept what Srila Prabhupada is given takes a whole lifetime. Because he has given us a spiritual world. He's given us Goloka, he's given us, given us the pure love for Krishna. To accept that means we have to qualify ourselves to become so eligible. You see the point? It's not like you sit there and you accept it, right? You have to prepare yourself, you ready yourself, you have to qualify yourselves to receive that pure love. Then you completely accept what Prashila Prabhupada has given. And in the process you share among each other, like devotees. And you should give it to others, like you know, new people, distribute others. These are the three ways Prabhupada says, if you do all these things, then you are reciprocating with what I have given you. This is a way we can reciprocate with Srila Prabhupada, the gratitude. So the whole life, Madhanath Maharaj was telling in this lecture, whole life we can mold around these three points actually. Right? Trying to accept what Srila Prabhupada is given, trying to share among devotees, trying to distribute others. It may take whole lifetime. So that's very nice. So um, following diligently the process. So some of the, within that sub details, you know, sub uh, points is that we have to be very uh, focused. You know, let's d make devotional service our topmost priority and make it our only, you know, major thing. Of course, we have some other things and all, but we should know that we should have a uh, pros or rather we should have a path where slowly those things will fall away. But you know, the devotional service remains our main focus, <coughs> topmost priority. Um, and we should want Krishna more than anything else, right? In order to, this gift is given, but based on the qualification and eagerness of the recipient, the effect will be different. The, because um, somebody says that verse, right? This pure devotional service is being given so easily, so freely, uh, but the only price one has to pay is, what's the price we have to pay? It's attention to this Krishna consciousness. Laulyam apimulyam. Laulyam, laulyam, greediness is the only price we have to pay. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So the intensity with which we want Krishna, that's what uh, determines the advancement we make. I think 
think I heard that the only price where Bhakti Vinod Thakur says that Storehouse, Just yes. Just faith. Exactly. You show a little bit of faith in Nityananda Prabhu will give you, once he will see the tears uh-huh. in your eyes of that faith, and he will give you that. Mm. I heard this for the first time, that it's the uh-huh. greediness. Yeah. Spiritual greediness greed. Spiritual greed. Yeah. yeah. Spiritual greed to attain Krishna. Spiritual greed to attain, attain Krishna. You know, I want Krishna. It's like, the, it's a mundane example for us to, you know, drive this point home is that, for example, in teenage, right, boy falling for girl, love with girl, right? That's a, maybe some of you have experienced, I don't know. That That is so intense. Huh? We all did. It's so intense, right? That one, you know, it's so intense that time, you know, we won't, don't want anything else other than that person, right? The whole world, we only see that person, everything, you know, that person. He, and we live our life, but we think about what that person is doing. This moment, okay, she's brushing her teeth. This moment, she's dressing. <laughs> so much absorption, right? And and the, and the culmination comes when they have to get married. And everybody is opposing. And how much they want to get married. They do anything, right? To You know, they, they will jump over the hill and, you know, whatever it takes to get married, right? And after that, everything gets over. That's a different thing. <laughs> but, you know, so whatever it takes, you know, I want to... You said everything. So, they... and love is gone. Yeah. After marriage. Mataji, it's L-O-L-Y-A-M. L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-U-L-A-
then we moved here. We said, okay, if you go to Mangalarti, then no, we'll be in much better way to chant. But all the time, okay, that is one thing. Chanting is a two hours activity. But rest of the day, we are always meditating on how I can get up early and how I can chant, follow that instruction. So the rest of the day, when we are thinking like that, those also become very, very intensified now. You see the point? Like intensity is manifested during that time when we are chanting, but rest of the time we can still be focused on our goal. It's not like you know we lose focus. So basically, everything we do, we should see how it help is helping us towards that goal. Then it will become one pointed. It becomes one pointed. It's not like multi branched. Okay, if two hours I'll chant, after that, you know, so many things I think about, so many things I study, so many things I talk, then that's all. By the end of the day, gone, <laughs> Krishna consciousness gradually goes. So why it gets thinner, like, uh, like when we chant nicely, you know, like, you know, we are fully energized. But during the day, when you start doing a lot of other activities, it gets thinner and thinner. The, the, the mode of goodness gets become very yeah. light, actually. Yeah, that's, that's how it is the day. It said that early in the morning, it's... Contact with the modes. Modes of yeah. It said that morning, it's mode of goodness, afternoon, mode of passion, primarily, and night in the mode of ignorance. But the thing is, if we can elevate ourselves to above these modes, that means we are always thinking about Krishna, always serving Krishna, then these modes will not affect us so much. That's the point Bhagavatam is bringing. Of course, you know, we are talking about lofty subject matter. So only if you are in association, we can do, uh, come over all these modes. Otherwise, you, again, you are in the same, you know, same mode. No, even in association, we may, it's all about, even in association also, you know, we may sit with a friend and talk about something junk, right? Then it's not association, association. anymore. So, it's not about... <coughs> It's about association, it's all about, I'm, I'm trying to drive this point home, it's all about our intent, okay. our eagerness, our sincerity. When that is there, in whichever circumstances we try to bring Krishna. If that is not, if that is not there, in any circumstances we try to forget Krishna. So we, intent also will get manifested only if you are having pure uh, heart, like you know, without any... Uh, any no need, no need. Yes, Mother, like it's, uh, you cannot think about Krishna every time because you are involved with a lot of other things. And you cannot remember, unless you have done very, very pious activities, like, you know, very, very for many years, practiced many pious activities or austerities, then at the same time, see, when I'm thinking of something else, but I remember Krishna. Unless I don't remember, like, you know, when you're doing some other activity which is not related to Krishna, but at certain moment, I can remember Krishna. So, the, the point our scriptures have mentioned is that uh, you know, we, at least devotees should mold their lives that every, all the activities they do directly as service to Krishna or they do activities in connection with Krishna. We don't do mundane activities. We don't do activities, at least, you know, since they're devotees, they don't do activities which are disconnected from Krishna. That means they are Maya activities actually. So when they do activities connected to Krishna, of course, you know, there is a, we need to, we, there is evolution of consciousness or the absorption basically you know, initially there is not so much absorption at least we know the result is for Krishna and rest of the activity we will not remember Krishna but gradually as we become purified the absorption is there every minute like um, the example is given how um, a mother when she when she, she sees the shoes of the child or any paraphernalia of the child she immediately remembers the child it's spontaneous she has natural affection for the child that any like you know dress or anything of the child if she sees she remembers the child so if we come to the stage of that 
natural attraction for Krishna, any object we see about Krishna, we only think about how we can use it in Krishna's service. Laptop or microphone or dress or flower, we see, oh, we can offer this to Krishna. But originally, initially when we started, we would have th thought about it other way. We would think, okay, how I can wear this flower, what's the matching dress for this or something like that, right? But gradually our consciousness has evolved that now we only think about how we can serve Krishna. But that's a gradual pro progress. progress. It all happens, see how the whole thing, you know, is this thing is, our advancement in spiritual life and how Krishna reciprocates, how everything happens based on our eagerness and our sincerity. That's what it is. That's what differentiates, so may, we can take this striking example, let's say two people come to the same community, almost same time, maybe they are relatively same pious backgrounds in their families. They come same time, they are exposed to same devotee, you know, culture, same uh, sangha and same, um, you know, classes, everything is provided equally for them. But you will see somebody makes more advancement, somebody makes less, then what is the factor which differentiates? The factor is their own heart, their own eagerness to achieve Krishna. That's the, only, that's the only difference. Once we fix that, then everything else falls in place. Okay, so then anybody has to share anything at this point? No, we are still discussing the first verse. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so we will try to move forward a little bit. So then symptoms of one who has attained perfection of life is that he is Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma. That he is not, he doesn't have any sochati and kankshati. No hankering, no lamentation. So then what is the qualification to know the personality of Godhead? As given in this purport, Prabhupada says that one has to at least come to mode of goodness. One has to at least become a Brahmana. So some of the sub-points maybe you can read uh, later at your own pace. That uh, The problem is, even as a Brahmana stage, it's not enough. Why? Because he has only Brahman realization. He doesn't have knowledge about Bhagavan. So one has to go above Brahmana and come to the stage of Vaishnava to understand Krishna completely. So that's the second sub-bullet. And then Vaishnava, he is freed from all contamination of the modes and he is always jubilant, always happy. So in this, in the lecture, Srila Prabhupada gives a very practical point. Devotional service should make us always happy. So if, we, if I am not jolly, can you read this phrase? If I am not jolly... It's if like a, jolly, no. if I am not Prasanna Manasa, that means Maya has attacked me. If he is actually in contact with Krishna, how he can become morose? Morose. See the point? Prabhupada is saying by doing devotional service, we are supposed to be very happy. So if you are not happy doing devotional service, means actually we are not Krishna conscious. We are not seeing, we are not in touch with Krishna. We are doing same namesake devotional service, but for something else. We are not conscious about Krishna. That's why we are morose. So only, that's the proper point says, only material life can put us in anxiety. But when we are Krishna conscious, we cannot be anxious. We can only be anxious for Krishna. That's spiritual anxiety. But that only liberates us. Devotees also are anxious for Krishna. But that's spiritual anxiety. So Prabhupada gives analogy to understand Maya and Krishna. Is that Krishna and Maya are side by side, Prabhupada says. We can either be Krishna conscious or Maya conscious. There is nothing in between. If we are remembering Krishna, means we are remembering Krishna. If we are not remembering Krishna, means we are forgetting Krishna. The, you see the point? So either we are in Krishna or in Maya. So the, Prabhupada gives an analogy to understand this. Like sunshine is there 
and if you just turn away from sunshine or you go reverse to sunshine you will see darkness so that's all if you remove Krishna it's Maya so they're just very close to each other that's why it's very uh, devotional life they say it's like a razor's edge you can just cut yourself you have to use it very you know uh, very carefully to shave or do some activity but if you just little bit you you slacken you'll fall, you'll cut yourself actually so like that you know the maya and krishna are side by side we may think sometimes you are doing devotional activities but actually if you are morose this it is purposes if you are morose doing your activities if you are not enlivened if you are not englandened doing your devotional activities means you should think yourself whether no check yourself whether it's really you are really krishna conscious okay so then um, so yeah lectures and purports you know some basically putting everything in like you know structured way yeah he gave this time i somehow because when i read the words i felt you know i don't know i didn't know what else i could share somehow i felt i didn't have any realization so then i i i listened to the lectures then i felt you know so deep points to purpose sharing i thought okay i should put everything together and share with all of you you know that's what i can do share what he gave us then this vaishnava should actually even transcend the position of brahmana that's what prabhupada is saying so one example um, he says is that how um, pari, uh, sorry Vishwa, vishwamitra muni he was a kshatriya he acted as a brahmana right no reverse he was a brahmana and later on he acted as a kshatriya and parshurama was a kshatriya and later he acted as a brahmana so they could interchangeably act like this because they are transcendental to the varnas so they do anything for service of the lord like for practical example for us is that devotee can clean toilets or they, send, they at the same time when they ask they can even worship the deities right it's not like okay now i'm brahmana you know i cannot touch the dirty things if they do like that that means they are they're not vaishnava they are trying to be brahmana at best no but otherwise a vaishnava pure devotee he does whatever is needed for service of the lord so that's how we transcend the four varnas and finally this shuddha sattva he has to come to the stage of vasudeva stage to realize krishna so it's also called vasudeva stage why prabhupada says is you can listen you can read this story you know link to this uh, notes how to be get krishna right so prabhupada says uh, when vasudeva vasudeva was able to uh, give birth to krishna right so similarly one has to raise themselves to that stage of pure goodness or vasudeva sattva platform that's when krishna is born within our heart krishna manifests himself only when we can raise ourselves to that shuddha sattva or it's also called vasudeva sattva because vasudeva was able to give birth to krishna he gave birth to krishna in his mind you know that right in his mind or uh, he gave birth to krishna in his heart and he transferred to um, devaki that's how you know because he situated in pure goodness he was able to give birth to krishna and he transferred to devaki and he came into the womb and krishna appeared so that's why it's called vasudeva sattva Okay, and also this Vaishnava should understand absolute truth as a person, not impersonal. No, that's beyond. Because a Brahmana has only Brahman realization. So, he understands absolute truth to be only impersonal. But whereas Vaishnava understands as person. That's when the complete understanding of Krishna. Okay, so much about this verse. So, any points anybody has to share here? So, ultimately the point this Prabhupada is saying is, one has to become Mukta Sangha or rather liberated or... Prasanna Manaso, very very engladdened in devotional service, that's when Krishna reveals himself. That's the crux.
right that's the crux of the point so if you want to know how how to know krishna or how to understand god if somebody says i want to see god they have to come up come to this qualifications so text number 21 then we'll go so what happens when he has the scientific knowledge about god we'll see in text number 21 vidyate hrudaya grantes ಮಾಸ್ಟರ್ So now here you will see the side effects of that scientific knowledge about God. What happens is, there are sub-bullets, we can go by one by one. Not in the heart is pierced, so we will discuss what is that not. All misgivings are cut to pieces, chain of fruitive action is terminated and he also sees the self as master. See, so these are like one, two, three, four sub-points, the results. Okay, let's... Uh Let's read the second paragraph just, you know, because we didn't read the part 4. In Bhagavad Gita. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord says that in order to show special favor to his pure devotees, he personally eradicates the dense darkness of all misgivings by switching on the light of a pure knowledge within the heart of a devotee. Therefore, because of the personality of Godhead's taking charge of illuminating the heart of his devotee, Certainly a devotee engaged in his service is transcendental love, cannot remain in darkness. He, be, he comes to know everything of the absolute and the relative truths. The devotee cannot remain in the darkness and because a devotee is enlightened by the personality of Godhead, his knowledge is certainly perfect. This is not the case for those who speculate on the absolute truth by dint of their own limited power of approach. Of, of, of approach. perfect knowledge is called uh, par- parampara or detective knowledge coming down from the authority to the submissive ayural receiver who is bonified by the service and surrender one cannot challenge the authority of the supreme and know him also at the same time he reserves the right right of not, not being. being exposed to such a challenging spirit of an insignificant spark of the whole a spark subjected to the control of illusionary energy the devotees are submissive and therefore the transcendental knowledge descends from the personality of god to brahma and from brahma to his sons and disciples in succession this process is held by the super soul within such devotees this is the perfect way of learning transcendental knowledge. we can pause there mataji okay so here if you see you know krishna um, helps the devotee from within that's how it all all these things happen not in the heart is pierced all misgivings are cut chain of fruitive actions because krishna is re- that's is krishna's reciprocation to the devotion of the devotee 101010 tesham evan kampartha maham agnyana jamtamaha nashayami atma bhavastu gnana deepena bashvata says with the lamp of shining lamp of knowledge i remove the darkness of ignorance in the heart of his devotee so krishna as a paramatma he is giving the 
enlightenment from within. That's why all the doubts, Prabhupada says, you know, there are many doubts like people doubt whether I am really spirit or matter, people doubt whether, you know, is ultimately the, you know, the absolute truth, is it person or impersonal, so many doubts. Actually, if you recollect ourselves in the beginning stages of Krishna consciousness, we can remember how many doubts we had, right? Oh, is it really Prabhupada bona fide? Is this, you know, did somebody change? So many things, I don't know what all we have. So many doubts. All these doubts, they get cleansed because Krishna from within is giving that knowledge. Then, uh, so that's one thing and, uh, yeah, so and also the the devotee, is ta- he has a submissive oral reception in the disciplic succession. So he has submissive oral reception to the disciplic succession because of which this knowledge is revealed to him. So Prabhupada says in the, we read in the purport, challenging attitude will not help. So because he is submissive to the Guru Parampara and to the disciplic succession, this knowledge is revealed to him. So now we will discuss some of the points. So what are some of the, the, so actually all these phrases are from the translation, we divided it into different sections. So the first point is all speculations and misgivings about the absolute truth and living beings are at once cleared off. Right? So basically this is a point related to misgivings are cut into pieces. Right? So what are uh, speculations is? Yeah, that's the point. Basically materialists don't even believe that spirit exists and empiric philosophers think that ultimately the whole thing is impersonal. Right? So all these things are completely cleared. Cleared off. Can you explain what is the thing? Empiric philosophers believe in impersonal features. So basically they think everything is one, right? Brahman. They don't think, they don't see the individuality. That's what, you know, there's Mayavadis basically. So, um, but the real understanding, what is the real understanding of relationship with the soul and the super soul? Nanu Vibhu. Nanu okay, but um, what is our, what is the phrase for our philosophy called? Achintya Beda Beda Tattva. So simultaneously we are one with Krishna and simultaneously we are different qualitatively one, quantitatively different. Right? We are small and Anubibu. We are small and Krishna is uh, big. So that's the real understanding. So devotee comes to that stage. And next, the question is, how does the devotee get this knowledge? We discussed this. Lord personally illuminates the devotee, illuminates the devotee and he does a submissive oral reception to the disciplic succession, so he gets this knowledge. And the second, third point is, Vidyate Hridaya Granthis. That knot is untied by the Lord. So what is that knot? Do you know what not Srila Prabhupada says is binding us in the material existence? Matter, attachment, attachment to matter. Attachment to matter, that's one thing. But more fundamentally he says about one particular thing. Anybody heard? He says sex desire. Desires. Yeah. Sex desire. Pumsha striya maituni bhavameta. That's what, yeah, bhavametam. He always repeats this phrase. Sex desire is the one which is entangling us in our material existence. Man wants woman, woman, woman wants man. Because of that, there is attachment to matter. See, see that's so, the desire is there individually, right? Like Adam and Eve. Individually, they are happy. But suddenly when they met, everything became complicated. So, it's like that. Individually, we have sex desire. Let's say we come to this world. But then what happens is, that's the knot. And because of the desire, there is marriage. Or rather, there is a, you know, they try to work out the desire. So, once that happens, 
these is it is it going to you know we feel like now you know okay it's desire is satisfied so now i'm more liberated no he says because of marriage it becomes tightened one more night not <laughs> then yeah. after marriage children you know then house work and culture and you know uh, this what re- family relationships so this like this not after not after not everything gets knotted so that there is no way you can escape from this maze you are just tied down here like this so the whole thing starts with what question mataji i think it's not i mean i feel like it's a desire to enjoy is the one exactly right? desire to enjoy i mean maybe not everybody have this like monks or anybody like sex to sex exactly to the, but like the desire to enjoy independent of krishna that is like a, Root. Yes. That is uh, that is kind of uh, uh, manifest or uh, manifested in different different yes. forms in different different people. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Sense gratification. Yeah. So some go for. Yeah. Sex, so basically. Some go for fame. Some go for. No fame. All these things also occur. Subtle sex. No uh, desire to enjoy is. Yeah. Um, but you know, if you go subtle, subtle purposes, the whole thing is. the actually some i don't know one philosopher he said the whole world is running around this it's all about sex everything no advertisements are about that no movies are about that everything is about that and ultimately that's the whole thing so is so when one comes to one one ashram system so then one is uh, really from this mode like is really from this uh, no it's that's why you know it's very very because it's so ingrained in us because that's what has been taking us life after life it's going to take lot of work to clear that off it's not going to be automatic but it can but the devotion service is so powerful that that also can be cleansed that's why you know that knot with the help of the lord that knot also can be untied that's you know that's uh, that should give us encouragement we talked about how we are being struck here or we are being pulled right here but that the whole thing can be at once can be cleared by the lord it can be cut by the lord only when he is pleased with our uh, devotional attitude towards him so prabhupada is saying that in this analogy prabhupada says that for example if you do some mistake if you appeal to a minister or a king who is res- like a judge he may excuse you say okay i excuse you i trust you maybe you will not do this again i'll not give you capital kind of punishment he can he has authority to do that so similarly we did so many mistakes so many sinful activities but we feel so show our um favorable attitude towards krishna saying you know i am going to rectify myself then krishna can excuse us saying okay i am not going to uh, okay this you are not going to be worried about all this anymore i can take you back so he has a he is he has a autocratic authority to make the decision he is ultimate authority anyway right so somehow if we can uh, and we have luckily we have access to him so if we can somehow appeal to him and you know please him by our devotional attitude then he can remove all these things at once no uh, if you want to think about we may feel like it's impossible right actually yamnacharya says this verse right ever since i have tasted this nectar of devotion service to the lotus feet of the lord whenever i think of sex with a woman at once i spit at the thought he says i feel disgusted you know oh how can i even indulge in that so we should measure ourselves do we feel like that you know what mataji once again so we should measure ourselves you know where how far we are from that realization but if you are not then definitely because he is showing by his example that we can get there so we can get there especially when we have this 
taste with the devotional service, with the higher taste of devotional service, we will immediately feel the lower taste, you know. We will feel like that. We feel like, you know, I don't even want to think about it. So, like that we feel. So, you know, but the mercy of devotional service and Krishna only can give us that taste. It's all again based on our sincere application and service attitude. Krishna reciprocates with that and among, you know, we may not have taste, at least I, I felt secret is, we will not probably have taste for the holy name for a long time actually. It may take 40 years. Prabhupada himself said it takes 40 years to perfect chanting. So that will take, you know, that we have to work year after year so long. That's a very difficult route. And maybe, you know, we may, Kirtan is very easy to get higher taste. You know, Kirtan because that's why, you know, our is called Congregational Chanting of the Holy Name. Lord manifests freely in the congregation of devotees. It's accessible. So even they say neophyte devotee can experience transcendental symptoms in the Kirtan. So that's the best way actually, you know, if we can indulge ourselves in Kirtan as much as possible, we can see we make rapid advancement. That's one way. But beyond those things, I felt the best secret actually to make advancement or to get higher taste is if you somehow have a taste to share the knowledge with others or preach. If you have the taste, that's all our life is set. Because um, this desire to share it's like uh, it's like drinking hot sugarcane juice. Sugarcane is so sweet, you like to drink. But it's also preaching is austerity, right? Sometimes, you know, based on situation, family and things like that, you have to push yourself so much. Or actually, you know, uh, like uh, sannyasis, they put themselves even death, a trouble of death actually sometimes. Because they preach to all kinds of people and they are envious and inimical, they even attack them to kill them, right? So. So, so it's little bit austere also and they have to travel like see how much they have to change flights some one time we go to India we feel like oh I'm done for the year <laughs> but they have to every three days they have to change the flight how much austere it is you know so, so all these austerities they do because they are getting that nectar of sugar cane sweet of the juice so it's hot sugar it burns basically hot sugar cane juice you want to drink but it's so hot it burns your tongue but you cannot stop it so like that, you know, if you have this, uh, you can relish this nectar of sharing Krishna consciousness with others, that's very, that gives us very much higher taste. You know, then in order to do that, you yourself have to fix yourself. Right? You cannot, rest of the five days I cannot do something else so that a Saturday I can come and talk something. I cannot do it, right? Like at least, you know, sincere person cannot do it. So at least I felt this is a secret. You know, if we can somehow... Um, Anybody can do it. It's not like we have to sit in a class, officially 10 people have to come and sit, right? We share our Krishna consciousness according to, it's all about our heart basically, you know. We want to glorify the Lord. So our heart is saying, I want to speak about the Lord. Then whenever we see a circumstance opportunity, we talk about the Lord. That's preaching, that's sharing. Actually, Mukundata Prabhu defines, preaching is sharing the rasa we experience with Krishna with others. So we all have some relationship with Krishna and some kind of feeling we experience in our relationship with Krishna. We share it with others. When we have, have a friend and they say, oh, I'm morose today. Then you say, oh, why are you morose today? I chanted, you know, it was so nice. Why don't we do it together? That's preaching. That's sharing, right? The sharing our, you know, our Krishna consciousness. So if we can do it systematically, if we can do it in a regular basis, then, you know, it gives a lot of uh, enlightenment and, you know, happiness. So then, um, 
next uh, point is we see his master so he sees his master and engages himself in transcendental loving service to the lord so he basically he sees the paramatma or he sees the bhagavan and also at the same time he distinguishes spirit and matter and he no longer identifies himself with matter Mother, i have a question uh-huh. correctly when you will talk about this when one sees the self as a master is the self here talking about the paramatma yeah but then the s is not capital right <laughs> that um atmani and the self as master actually he says yeah super soul himself as spirit i don't know about that specifically you know whenever uh, is referred to paramatma it said as capital i'm not sure about that maybe not yeah anyway we know the thing based on the context of the acharyas right they explain so shil prabhu clearly says in the purport that he sees it's not like you know we of course i can assume one confusion could be he sees himself and thinks he is lord mm. that's how impersonalists conclude Initially, it looks like it that. looks like that but he clarifies that he sees the paramatma and he sees himself as a spirit and he sees that you know is a lord and he has to serve the lord that's understand vaishnava understand so then another point is chain of furtive action is terminated kshiyante chasya karmani so this also is very crucial this is how krishna helps this karma is actually taking us birth after birth in this cycle of the whole thing it's all happening because of karma this life we are preparing for the next life right whatever actions whatever desires we cultivate in this life we are going to have to manifest in the next life so the cycle is so tough to break we cannot break it we are just you know as if we are in this ferris wheel we are inside somebody from outside has to stop it then only we can come out otherwise we are just going mm-hmm. right so that's what krishna is going to he can stop the chain reaction he can cut that karmic reaction that happens because uh, when we do devotional activities it's a karma right it's doesn't have any karmic reactions so first of all we have to um, you know make sure that all our life all the activities we are going to do are devotional activities so that we don't accrue more karma and the previous karma krishna can take care of cutting it off drying it up shila prabhupad says we have to fry the de- fry the karma in the fire of devotional service and he gives an example of a chickpea chickpea if it's a fresh pea if you put it sow it in the ground it raises to the plant but if you fry it and put it same thing it doesn't give any uh, it doesn't manifest anything so like that we have seeds of karma but if you fry it in devotional service then they don't give rise to reactions it just gets burnt but that happens only through devotional service so devotional service is so powerful actually right so many things so wonderful and then as we discussed earlier prabhupada was saying that it's so wonderful so easy so uh, simple but people unfortunately people don't want to take it and people who are familiar with it like all of us still there is so much more we can do to take it up seriously right there is so much room there is so much leeway for us to really take it up seriously and sincerely and uh, you know always we can improve that's a point we can always improve no but we are so fortunate that um, at least in initial years i used to think some when i heard that lord chaitanya prabhu mahaprabhu is so merciful is giving krishna krishna prema goloka vrindavan prema it's so rare right brahma samhita maharaj was giving that prema that specific prema of going to goloka is very rare nobody can give lord chaitanya mahaprabhu is giving that one and that too very easily just you have to chant 16 nouns and follow regulative principles then i felt actually wow it's such a good deal you know i should uh, i should take advantage we should take advantage of it 
So the way we can show advantage is take advantage is that somehow at least one life. Prabhupada says just give one life to Krishna. So many lives you try to enjoy and you know it doesn't work. Just give one life wholeheartedly to Krishna and see what happens. There is no loss. Yeah. If you have many life, after this life you will come back here again. But if you give one life to Krishna, then you will see. Yeah. You will go. Mm. Just try that. Yeah. Actually, when somebody challenged Shri Prabhupada, no, okay, you are chanting, dancing, all these things, but what if at the moment of death you figure out there is no Krishna? Mm. Then Prabhupada said, okay, you are whole life, you are morose. Uh-huh. You are anyway, you know, not so happy. Right? You are trying to enjoy, but you are not so happy. What if moment of death you have figured out uh, yeah. there is Krishna? We are anyway happy now. Doing devotional activities, we are happy now. At the moment of death, we figure there is no Krishna also. It's fine. We are happy anyway. But it's not the case. But what if whole life you are anyway suffering? At the moment of death, you realize there is Krishna and you lost that opportunity to do devotional service. What will you feel? (laughs) So, yeah, so somehow, you know, we should try to... The thing for us is like, you know, when Ramapurampad Maharaj always says that at least few years back, maybe you were not there at the time. He was emphasizing so much about loving relationships. He personally used to manif- he used to extend himself and he used to have so many discourses all about loving relationships. He said, in a community, that's what it matters. Loving relationship, that's what is going to attract other people to come, take shelter. Because everybody is looking for that love and happiness. If they see it among people, then naturally they will get attracted. So he was emphasizing so much. After some time, you know, themes changed everything. Then, uh, okay. Then uh, themes changed. So recently, when I was writing to Maharaj, then I, re- I suddenly it occurred to me. Then I was sharing with Maharaj. Okay, Maharaj, after so many years, now only. I am feeling that I am extending myself in loving relationships only now. That time you mentioned, I knew that seed you sew, at that time I was not qualified, I was not ready. But now I am seeing myself doing that and I am feeling very happy that you know I am somehow uh, following your instructions. You know, so the thing is, you know, we are at, at certain stage we will be receiving. We will just be, you know, like a baby, infant baby, right? As it grows up, it just takes everything. Take, mother has to give, 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 give everything, right? But at certain point, mother expects the child will grow up, stands on its own and it may be, you know, in the olden age, at least maybe it will take care of mother, right? Or it tries to now do things on its own. So like that, you know, initially, we will receive so much. All the mentors, all the spiritual masters, everybody will, you know, feed us, you know, take care, nourish us, nourish. But the expectation is we should hope ourselves to be, you know, grow very quickly so we can help them you know in helping others other new people giving that love to others giving that nourishment to others you know so we can also uh, act like that via media yeah so that's the thing I'm uh, praying from all of you is that all of you also you know can become like that you know sharing this love with others and as we become more and more mature and Krishna conscious when we do that, you will see actually how much enli- uh, and gladdened you will be, as Prabhupada is saying. How much en- uh, Yeah. Okay, so we can. S- anybody has any share? As yeah. we preach more, we also uh, become more confident of what we are doing. Is right yeah, yeah exactly. Correct. We, right? Uh, it just increases our uh, faith more. Exactly. Yeah. That yes, you know, we are here for a reason, for a purpose, and we need to follow that. Yeah, sometimes when you it share... Is, I was my, my boy I just recently visited, so she's a hardcore genie. 
So so many truths which you knew, which are hidden, comes yeah. on, comes on surface. Yeah. And then the more you discuss with somebody with different point of view, then more you are convinced. Exactly. Very nice. There, there, there is a lot of like speculation. Ah. Uh. When they say Atma will become Paramatma, I'm like, at what stage do you think it will it will become uh. Paramatma? Oh, it is very far fetched. I'm not even thinking about that. And I'm like, what's the point? Unless you know your goal, how are you even going to work? Ah, uh, see. Thing? You know you want to become a doctor. Then you are going to follow mm. that path, right? That you will study and you earn your degree and you become a doctor. But if you don't even know where your goal is, how are you going to work towards it? That's why scientific, right? It's mm. our this process yeah. is so scientific. Yeah. yeah. The more we share with others, the more we can be um, fixed up ourselves. And many times we experience when we share, um, when we share. Sometimes you know some things we share which we also wouldn't have thought about. You know that's Krishna's Krishna manifest actually, like that. You know Radhakrishna Prabhu also says. You know sometimes somebody asks a question, I also don't know. Until one minute back, I wouldn't know answer. But suddenly he will give the answer. Then he says, Oh, Paramatma gave the answer. So it's like that. You know, it's a very very special service actually. But Prabhupada says, every one of us have to become preacher. It's not like only few people who knows verses. No, they can do. Others cannot do. It's everybody can become. You know, we can preach according to our capacity. And not only just preach, you know, verbally, our actions. Exactly. Acts. Yes. Yes. We preach by example, and they say, um, what is that phrase? Okay, I forget that. Um, yeah, I forget that phrase. Okay, we can stop here. Thank you, Hare Krishna. Hare Thank Krishna. you very much. Thank you.